Hello, this is Pastor Chad Muncie, lead pastor of Foundation Church of God in Noblesville, Indiana. You're listening to Fundamentals of Foundation. I'm here once again with our youth pastor, Trevor Fannin, and we are also uh, once again uh, joined by Michael Maple, uh, minister in our state and uh, attending the Church of God in Kokomo, Indiana, and uh, glad to have you here again today with us, Michael. Thank you. And uh, we just, uh, uh, if you have been listening uh, to our podcast, this is our fourth one, I believe you said, Trevor. That's correct, and yes. so the fourth one, uh, we just kind of deal with some uh, aspects of discipleship, an article that maybe we find that uh, we feel people and churches need to be aware of, and the, the how we can take that article and uh, deal with it as far as discipleship or different phrases, different kind of things. And, and so today's is actually a phrase that we came up this week that we did a devotion with on Sunday morning. And I'm going to let Trevor just kind of mention that phrase, give his thoughts to start this off. And uh, Trevor, what was that today or that we'll be talking about today? That phrase you had mentioned that honestly has really stuck with me throughout this whole week um, was fellowship begins with an invitation. Yeah. And that is that speaks so true to what we're doing now with founding this church is we have to be fellowshipping with people. We have to, to open that door to fellowship with an invitation. If I, I can't just walk up to somebody and, and say, hey, come to this meeting. It's not, it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. I, they have to get to know me first. It's just like, you know, if you were to be walking down the street and someone's like, hey, let me come show you something in this really sketchy alley. You kind of mentioned something like that. Like, you're not going to want to do it. Yeah, I mentioned how many times we we invite people to church and don't realize, like, that it, another way you could almost paraphrase or a way that it kind of comes in our mind is like, hey, I really don't know you. We just met. But why don't you come to this building where there's a bunch of other people that you don't know and uh, yeah. and meet us at Sunday morning. Uh, a whole bunch of us you don't know any of us, but we're going to act like we're really friendly or we claim, you know, we promise you that you'll love being there. And uh, it doesn't quite work that way when we haven't established any kind of relationship at all. And so we want to have that relationship and that fellowship, but someone has to make that first step. There has to be that first move, and that first move is an invitation. There has to be something that begins to develop that relationship. We've all had that, whatever it is. uh, Someone had to say kind of hello first Mm -hmm. and open up in a way where the other person felt like they were welcomed to open up also and be a part of that. So. Michael, I'd like to know your thoughts before we go to a verse that I feel kind of really uh, shows us that invite to fellowship and action. So, um, I think it's important that you have a relationship with someone before you try to evangelize to them because it opens doors. Like, if you show them that you care about them, then when you say, "Hey," like, it's just easier to show them. Like, yeah. Uh, people, I think it's a, kind of a good quote that could go along with that is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care yeah. kind of thing. I think it's kind of like what you were trying to say, Michael, because, yeah. you know, I could I could go up to them and read them scriptures all day long, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean anything if they don't really know who I am. Mm-hmm. I think we, we, we kind of talked about that before, too, in the previous podcast is like living out what you're trying to mm-hmm. preach and what you're trying to teach. Well, another thing I came across uh, this weekend that I shared too is just kind of that thought of uh, talking to people about common interests mm-hmm. and talking about like their hopes and dreams 
and then you get more to those spiritual things. And and it was just a, a step through some different things. It came about, as I mentioned, a Sunday is it came about of just looking online, trying to find stuff of like, how do you invite people to church? Like what's some steps? And for us is more, how do you invite people to your brand new church? That's not around, you know, how do you invite them to those preview services or to that launch date and just finding some different things on, on different sites. And to think of that progress that they gave there was that thought of like getting to know that person, uh, you know, um, talking to them and getting deeper as it goes on which is every single relationship and I think we put that that talk of like you know if if we're sitting down at a restaurant a waitress comes up and uh, says hey uh, you know my name is Susie I would like to take your order uh, we don't lead off with like do you know Jesus as your savior would you like to come to our church yeah. like that's yeah. They're there to find out if we want tea or Coke. And, you know, uh, you don't lead off with that. You ask how their day is, how things are going. And then they open up more of where it goes from just that, uh, what we usually know is that experience of food, you know, of eating at a restaurant. They say hi, they take our order, they come back, they, you know, they bring food. It's all just based around what we're eating right there, which is the job. Mm-hmm. That's it. We've came into their workplace, they're doing the job. There's no real connection or relationship there because we haven't, they're trained to do just their job and be friendly, but it's still just a job. It's on us to kind of really step out and try to build some kind of relationship, even though we may never see them again. Something that opens up more where, um, uh, there's just more dialogue than just, you know, can I get a refill for your drinks or mm-hmm. something? And we all know of times where, I guess that's kind of an easy example to show. Like, we've all had those times where, like, our dining experience was so much cooler when we actually got to know who the person was mm-hmm. that was serving us compared to just kind of not really opening up. And so we can take those kind of elements apply it to regular relationships and people that we may not know, but just feel like if I open up, you know, what could come from this? What kind of dialogue could happen? And then that that time to be able to invite can actually happen then because I've built some kind of relationship. It's, it harkens back to what you just said, Trevor, of that phrase of uh, not knowing how much you care. And, you know, um, they, they actually feel like coming to where we're at because we've shown interest yeah we've shown interest in them and it's not just an invite to somewhere that you don't know anybody you don't know anything about it there's some interest like where you actually feel like they really want me there Mm -hmm. and so i I think it kind of goes back to like because you kind of shared this example um on sunday but we talked we talked about the trip that we took to the restaurant and that waitress that we met where when we had prayed for our meal she came up and she was like that was so cool that that conversation like you said wouldn't have started if it hadn't been for us just having a conversation with her yeah 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 we talked about how really we started opening up and talking to her because whatever the soup special that day sounded really bad yeah they said <laughs> like, it was horrible. Reuben soup and yeah, i was like what is that yeah they like bread and all in a bucket <laughs> terrible sound and then she agreed and like as we talked about it um I think that opened it up where she felt comfortable to make those kind of statements to us mm-hmm. and just saying like, okay, it's a table prayer and I'm going to come serve them. Like we had, I think that dialogue had, and that 
uh, trust. I mean, I know like you don't build this amazing right. trust where she's going to open up her life or something to us, but there's that trust still built there where you feel comfortable enough to come and talk to us because we've made it open available that we're able to talk about whatever. Right. And it wasn't just, oh, I'm serving a bunch of church people. Right, right. So it can happen at times. Michael? Um, I think it makes it far less intimidating to actually go to a church because you see the people and you're like, okay, they're actual human beings. They're not super judgmental people. They're not perfect people. Like, They're broken people just like me, but yeah. there's something more that they have, and I want that. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. So the verse I brought out was Luke chapter 19, uh, which is an example from Christ, I feel, uh, that shows this. And it's a very familiar verse for those who's grown up in church, the story of Zacchaeus. And uh, many of us have heard it, but I also think many of us kind of have almost heard it wrong. And here's what I'm going to uh, bring out by that. If We don't have to read all of it, but if uh, Luke chapter 19, it starts off with verse 1 saying, Then Jesus entered and passed through Jer- Jericho. And then it says, Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd for he was short in stature so he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was going to pass that way and two things that jumped out to me about this story was the fact of like uh i think times when we've heard this story and you guys let me know if if you've had that we've always kind of thought like this story happened where jesus was preaching and zacchaeus showed up to wherever jesus was at preaching and climbed up in a tree to see better shot of, of Jesus to see who this man was. But when we read this passage, it says Jesus was passing through Jericho. And that Zacchaeus climbed up in a tree where he knew Jesus was going to pass by. There wasn't any service. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a desire to see Jesus, but there wasn't any service that he was going to go attend. He just heard Jesus was passing by. And then we know that when Jesus came to that tree... That he looked at Zacchaeus and said, come down, because I want to fellowship with you today, is, is what he's saying. It says, come down, because I want to go to your house. I'm uh, going to be at your house today. Um, and so to to take that example of Christ, that like we always come in contact, whether they say it or not. Zacchaeus didn't run around saying, hey, I want to see Jesus. He just did some actions that showed he wanted to see Jesus. And we come in contact with people every single day. Who do actions and and maybe even they do say things, but they desire to see Jesus. And we're Jesus here on earth. I mean, Christ said, as we mentioned, Christ said, you know, we're the city on a hill that can't be hidden. We're the light of the world. So the way they're going to see Jesus is through us as Christians and how we show that, how we demonstrate that. And the fact that, um, that we run into people who want to see Jesus and they're not coming into our church service to see it. You know, they're just maybe putting themselves in a position as they see a Christian pass by to see what Christ is like. And so many times we miss that positioning and we just walk on by. You know, this story would have been, we would have never had the story of Zacchaeus. You wouldn't have had a song that you sang as a little kid about Zacchaeus at George's church if the scripture read and Jesus just walked on by the tree and Zacchaeus saw what Jesus looked like at the end. You know, instead, <laughs> you know, that's not what happened. Instead, it was Jesus stopped and said, come down. I want to I want to go to your house today. There was a fellowship. 
in that fellowship and in this passage of Luke, you know, it looked like it was immediate as soon as Zacchaeus came down. But that fellowship, that encounter with Christ made Zacchaeus want to change his ways. And Jesus took Jesus took some flack for this. This wasn't an easy thing. Sometimes it's going to be hard for us to step out and, and do that step. But we can see in this passage where it said that people were like complaining, you know, verse Seven says, you know, he's gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. So Jesus, despite what people might say, was going to say, stopped and took that time uh, to fellowship with someone who was seeking him, was looking to see who he was. And we come in contact with people like that every single day who's, if we pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us, the Holy Spirit can show us when that person's positioned themselves in a way of like, I want to see Jesus. And are we just going to pass on by or tell them, make sure you show up to the next service? Or are we actually going to stop and say, hey, you know, I want, to, I want to sit down and talk to you. Like, we don't do stuff like that. We don't go, you know, um, I know you got some questions about Christ. So why don't we go get coffee tonight? Or why don't we, you know, what are you doing for dinner? Like we do, that's that step. That's mm-hmm. what we just, that, for fellowship to happen, there has to be that invitation. And so many times we don't do any kind of invitation. And so that fellowship and that disciple, in essence, fellowship and discipleship, I'm thinking walk hand in hand lots of times. And that discipleship doesn't happen because we haven't taken that effort. So. I agree. I agree. I think sometimes now I feel like we're just too afraid to do it because of the generation we live in. And we kind of talked about that last week with the what should we do in 2017 kind of thing? Like the world has changed into this whole different kind of thing where it's like, you know, if I ask this person if they want to come to church with me, are they going to get offended? Mm-hmm. You know, what are they going to say when I ask them? Where Where is their heart? Do they understand where I'm coming from? Um, can I even understand what they're coming for, where they're coming from mm-hmm. to see why they would be offended or upset? I think it's very important that we kind of break that a little bit the the passage talks about Zacchaeus went in the tree because he knew Jesus was going to pass by which means Jesus was on his way to do something and he saw Zacchaeus like go out of his way just to get a look at Jesus to show interest and Jesus stopped what he was doing and said let's go like I'll be a guest in your home and in the end it says salvation has come to this home today and because Jesus went out of his way to like show people like who he was like he got saved, and I think we need to do that. We need to go out of our way to bring salvation to people. Yeah, I agree. I think I think you're right, Michael. I really do. I think that's very important. Um, so, Pastor Chad, why don't we talk a little bit here just as we close about the different positions and things we have available at the church that we're trying to fill. Yeah, we're really excited as we're coming close to our um, first preview service at the start of February, uh, being prayer as we are meeting uh with the uh, Cambria Suites uh, here in town uh, on Monday to hopefully be able to rent there. And um, uh, so excited of, of the process we're going. But we're still in need of a children's minister. Um, that's our big one. Uh, we still are looking for a drummer, uh, for a sound man. Uh, but for us, the, the real big one is our children's ministry. Uh, we don't have anyone... Um, who can really do that and we we just need someone who's interested who feels a call uh, wants to uh, go on this adventure with us 
Uh, we ask you please talk to your pastor first if you are attending a church and then uh, give us a contact. You can contact us through Facebook and um, we will just touch base with you and see if you're a fit for here at Foundation. But uh, be in prayer for that and pray for us and uh, we thank you for joining us today and uh, just listening to our podcast. Uh, we'll join next week as once again remember that you can um, uh comment on on the Facebook page uh, any kind of comments that you might have with the different things and then also we have a way for you to be able to help sponsor uh, the church and and uh, uh, our found, fundamentals of foundation so I'm tripping over my words some here but uh, we have a push pay account uh, an app actually for the church too and so there's a way that you can give online and you should be able to see that donate button on uh, our Facebook page and so any proceeds that come through Facebook, as far as we can be able to tell, uh, will go towards promotion for the church and also to help with this podcast to fund it and to help us be able to improve it and to make it a uh, better ministry for our church and uh, something that hopefully is helping you. So please let us know about that if you uh, feel that this is a help, that you like what we're doing. And uh, we hope to continue to share and just be a blessing to you and to uh, your ministries also. Thank you for joining us today on Fundamentals of Foundation.